It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, Gronk here, calling a 30-second hair huddle. When it comes to tackling hair loss, Hims has you covered. From clinically proven regrowth treatments to thickening shampoo and conditioner. Just go to 4 for a free consultation. Then a licensed medical provider can help you with your game plan. If prescribed, Hims ships directly to your door. Get your hair back in the game with Hims. Try today and get a 90-day money-back guarantee at 4 Just go to 4 slash NFL. That's 4 slash NFL. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown. You are locked on Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski. I cover the Packers for SB Nation and Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet. You can follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast at Locked On Packers, and you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere you find podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet, and the show for fans who know what happened. They want to know why and how. Today's episode is brought to you by Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Washers. These Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi made for football watching. The big news today is injuries. Injuries is a huge factor in this game on Sunday. The Packers are going to be likely without Devontae Adams. We'll see on Kenny Clark. There's also questions about Darnell Savage now. Matt LaFleur seems confident Elton Jenkins will play. On the Saints side, Michael Thomas is the big one there. He is officially out. Devontae Adams could still play. There is a chance he would suit up. I do wonder if Michael Thomas had decided to go, to gut it out with that high ankle sprain, if Devontae says, I want in. I need, like, I want to try and play too. Maybe without Michael Thomas, the Packers can be a little bit more conservative with Devontae. I don't know that they would do that as a strategy necessarily, but that, you know, this is a big game and there are NFC playoff implications, potentially seating implications, even just NFC wins are important. As Ross Jackson mentioned on the show on Thursday, the Saints got beat out by the Packers last year because of NFC wins. And so every game against your own conference is more important. What I think we have to try and figure out here is how do these teams change without their best receiver? For the Saints, we expect a lot more Alvin Kamara. And there were a lot of that last week. But he was not a difference maker in that game. They scored some points. But it was a lot of dump downs, a lot of check downs. It wasn't like he was getting down the field. It wasn't like he was ripping off big chunks. It was more death by a thousand cuts, and the Raiders were willing to do that because they were moving the ball effectively. Green Bay has to be able to do something about Alvin Kamara. I can't just let him run roughshod over this defense, but if you don't let him rip off chunk runs, if you don't let him make big plays in the passing game, then this offense right now really has some issues because Emmanuel Sanders has not been a, a, a factor on this team and really hasn't been a huge factor in any game 
except for, ironically, the Saints game last year. They were, he was not an impact player on the 49ers on a down-to-down basis. And it was Debo Samuel and George Kittle and all those guys who made a much bigger impact on this team. So if you're looking at how this Saints team can, can be a factor on Sunday, how this offense could take a step forward from what we saw on Monday night, I, I don't really have a great answer for you. I think maybe try and get Emmanuel Sanders more involved. Try and get Jared Cook more involved. They have some other guys who aren't terrible. I just don't know that they're great options. And and Jared Cook actually led the team in receiving in week one in what was a really weird and, and uh, discombobulated offensive performance by the Saints. I don't know that that's going to be enough to beat the Packers. Uh, but their defense is better than the Raiders' defense. We're pretty sure of that. Even if the run defense is is not great again, and it wasn't great against the Lions for, for part of that game. And then they buckled down. And so Green Bay is going to have to make some things happen with the secondary. They're going to have to rush the passer a little bit. Drew Brees had some issues when the Raiders were able to get pressure through a ridiculously bad interception in a situation where he had pressure in his face and threw it right to a Raiders linebacker. I mean, right to him. He doesn't have the, the down-the-field arm strength to make these kinds of throws happen. And and I know you point to something like DVOA and say, okay, the Packers really bad in DVOA. Right now, DVOA is mostly projections heading into the year. And Aaron Schatz told me that, that's, that right now that's mostly regression from the last few years, being really good in the red zone, getting a lot of turnovers. The projections say, okay, they need to come back down. It's most mostly projections right now. When you look at this Packers defense, it's been a top 10 unit with a win probability in game neutral situations. So they've actually been when the when the games have mattered, when the games have mattered, the Packers defense has actually been very good. In fact, in the second and third quarters, they haven't allowed points. Haven't allowed points. So, you know, if you can if you can get off to a better start, if you can get off to a better start and don't get in a situation where you're like, now you're down 14 nothing or 14-3, that's where the Saints want to be. That's where any team wants to be, obviously. Uh, then you, you know you give your offense a much better chance. If the defense can come out a little hotter, a little more life, I think they're going to be in a good position because this Saints offense has has been discombobulated and has not been smooth, not been in any kind of rhythm. On the other side of the ball, the Packers with Devontae Adams off the field, we saw last year they were able to score points. They were able to move the ball. They went 4-0. I know it's a small sample size against some mediocre to bad teams, but the situation is actually more similar than I think we remember going into Dallas. Dallas was supposed to be a litmus test. They were one of the NFC contenders. They were at home. Green Bay was going to go in there without Devontae Adams, and they were big underdogs. They were supposed to just lose, and Aaron Jones was able to create so much against those Cowboys linebackers that it didn't matter. It didn't matter that the Packers didn't have Adams because they were so creative about getting Jones involved in the passing game, and they ran it really effectively. Well, Green Bay, I think, will be able to run it more effectively than Oakland did because they're off in Las Vegas, excuse me, and their offensive line is better, so they're going to probably give Rodgers more time. Uh, They're going to be able to run it with more effectiveness, and so that mitigates the need to get a ton out of Devontae Adams, that huge 
you know, gaping hole that is the the Adams production, you don't have to fill it even with the passing game. It can be the run game, which we saw last week. Devontae Adams didn't have a monster game, but they were able to get productivity out of him to move the sticks, keep drives going, and then, you know, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams were able to do the rest. This offense is different. It's different than it was last year. They're much better at manufacturing. They're much better at creating things by play design. I mean, think of all the crossing routes. Aaron Jones wide open on a crossing route. Well, that's not just because Devontae Adams is on the field. Alan Lazard open on a crossing route. That's not just because Devontae Adams is on the field. The the cool stuff they did in the run game with the with the flips, the end arounds, the jet sweeps, that stuff is all in their arsenal this week. So that gives you a much better hope that this team can be more than what we've seen to this point without Adams because they were a limited offense last year and they relied so much on on Aaron Jones. They don't have to do that as much this year because the scheme has evolved. They've been able to push it forward and now they have more options. They also have more faith in guys like Alan Lazard, in Marcos Valdez-Scantling. We don't know if Josiah DeGuara is going to play, but they have faith in Big Bob Tanyan. They like Jay Sternberger even though he's off to a bit of a slow start. So they're going to have every opportunity to try and make some hay in this game against a defense that really struggled against backs and tight ends last week. And you think they would have the right stuff to, to combat that, but they didn't, and they don't. And they haven't, they haven't shown that they can be that. So it, it is the kind of thing where Green Bay can go into this game saying, we can play exactly how we want to play, exactly how we've been playing, Nothing really about the game plan needs to change. The Saints can't say that. And that's no shot at Devontae, by the way. He's a great player and allows them to make everything easier. They can, he can just win. You don't need to be creative or cool with your route concepts. He can just win. So what you're able to do is you can, you can stay in, in your stuff. I don't know if the Saints can do that. I mean, they need, to, they need to do more of the stuff with Alvin Kamara. But then you can't just throw guys out there and say, recreate Michael Thomas. They don't have, for as great as a a play caller as Sean Payton is, so much of their offense is predicated on attention being paid to some of these other guys. And you can only run so much Taysom Hill. Before we move on, I want to tell you about Visa. Help support your local businesses. Whether they're your corner store, coffee spot, or favorite shops, local businesses have always been on your team supporting you and your community. They remember your order and call you by name. Always giving back, making a difference, and going that extra mile. But right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping... Help your team score and choose to shop at local businesses. And while you're there, look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community. Because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be. Official partner of the NFL. And speaking of the NFL, catch all of the action. The only place you can find it with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays and see all the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. You can relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle, all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place you can replay every game all season long. You'll also learn from the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film sessions. Go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. 
Learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore, Devontae Adams, and many more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL Films library. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. And we need to talk about Taysom Hill. This is this has been driving me absolutely nuts. Taysom Hill, I'm gonna look right into the camera on this. Taysom Hill is a backup tight end and special teams punt gunner. That's what Taysom Hill is. He's a gadget player, and no one should be particularly sad that he's not a Green Bay Packer. Just imagine, just imagine, think back a year or two. The Packers are in Dallas in 2017, and they pull Aaron Rodgers off the field to run some wildcat zone read with Taysom Hill. How heated do you get? How crazy pissed off do you get? It would have been absolute bedlam on Packers Twitter. And on Sports Talk Radio. And on this show, frankly, I have long said, I think Sean Payton is way too in love with Taysom Hill. He gets way too cute with that stuff and and wants to do way more than he rightfully should with Hill. Do not take your Hall of Fame quarterback off the field. Do not take the ball out of his hands. Taysom Hill, by the way, zero career touchdown passes in the regular season. Zero. Six touchdown passes or six touchdown catches last year. Who cares? They were all manufactured trick plays that you could have just as easily run with your fullback, your tight end, your otherwise backup quarterback. I just don't want to hear any more about Taysom Hill. It's dumb. He's not an impactful player in the aggregate, and I just don't care. I just don't care. And and now he's gonna he's gonna score the game winning touchdown, and and I'm gonna get chirped at by people in my mentions about it. That's fine. He he costs more than Devontae Adams this year. Not in for that. Not in for that. Okay, so let's just let's move on from that. One of the questions we got on the Periscope stream was more twelve personnel, more twenty one personnel, and and in fact, I got a message on the Lockdown Packers fan hotline saying that that they thought that Tyler Irvin was going to be an X factor in this game. By the way, sign your notes. When you send me on something on the Lockdown Packers fan hotline, I want to shout you out. I want to be on Periscope and be on the podcast saying, hey, you know. Tracy sent me this thing. Jason sent me this thing. Just let me shout you out. I'm trying to help you out. Get your Earn your shout out. Um, against the, the Lions, the Packers played the vast majority of their snaps with two running backs or two tight ends on the field. One of those two personnel groupings. In fact, those were their two most used personnel groupings, and the two of them together dwarfed everything else the team did. And a lot of that was Tyler Urban. You put two running backs on the field with Tyler Irvin, and you basically have three receivers. and the, And the defense does know does does the defense does not know what to do about it. They don't know how to play it. If you play it with a linebacker, you've got a problem. If you play it with a safety, you've got a problem. If you got play with a corner, you've got a problem. Green Bay has made it so you are damned if you do and damned if you don't. And we saw it against Detroit. They started to go to these empty formations to make the defense declare, to make them stay in whatever personnel grouping they were in. You want to play nickel against the Packers in those formations? Okay, they'll go shotgun, spread you out, and run it down your throats, which is what they did to the Lions. You want to play bigger? You want to play with linebackers on the field? All right, spread you out. Now, who are you going to cover? Can you cover everybody? 
because the Packers had running backs open all over the field on Sunday. They had uh, Jamal Williams on a sluggo. We, we heard Jamal Williams was running routes, but a legit slant and go. And it was a sight to behold. They weren't able to get to it. There was some pressure in Rodgers' face. He had to dump the ball off. But, I mean, this this offense is able to do so many creative things right now out of whatever personnel grouping. And I wrote about this for Rackman Packing Company, their ability to go empty. And they can do it out of 11. They can do it out of 12. They can do it out of 21. They can do it out of 13. They did it against Minnesota this year and last year. Empty out of three tight ends. And try and make those guys cover in space. They could do it this week. I bet we see it this week, in fact. And and the running game is going to be a part of that. If you can go play action and, and get to that stuff with big people on the field, that creates a lot more opportunities for you. The Raiders didn't even have to push the ball deep down the field that much to be effective. I mean, they tried. They hit rugs. Uh, they tried to hit rugs, and I think there was a, a P.I., but it wasn't like they were making huge plays down the field. They didn't really. It was Darren Waller for eight, Darren Waller for 15. And then you get Josh Jacobs on a screen. You get somebody on a slip out here. And all of a sudden, you got a touchdown. The Packers can do that. The Packers can can manufacture so many different kinds of ways. And I do think you're going to see a lot of the big personnel. The one caveat I'll add to all of that is it's a lot easier to have only two receivers on the field if one of those receivers is Devontae Adams. Because you know he's going to win his matchup. So if you know he's going to win his matchup every time, then you don't have to do anything particularly creative to get him involved. You can just drop back. You can just call plays and create matchups and say, okay, we think Devontae here. Well, now that guy is Alan Lazard. And God bless him. I love the kid. He's just not Devontae Adams. He's got his own skill set. He is not the, the caliber of player. Doesn't mean I don't think he's a good player. I do. It's just that he's not Devontae Adams. That is no shade. No shade. He just is not the same guy. Same with Marquez. Maybe we see Foster off the practice squad. You know, I, I, I don't think that we should expect to see a lot of, of, of productivity from these like fringe roster guys. But maybe they, maybe they do scheme up a deep shot there. I mean, that's something that I think could be potentially in play. But not something that I, that I think you should be super excited about. Uh, I, I, I would be... All four, them saying, let's take five shots to Marquez, six, eight, just throw him, throw him, throw him, throw him, especially on the fast track because he can fly and you're, you're going to get holding penalties. You're going to get pass interference penalties, even if you don't hit them. And if Aaron Rodgers can sit back and, and buy time, the, the Raiders were able to do that with Derek Carr. He, he had some pressure, a handful of pressures, and he didn't handle it well because he's Derek Carr. But Aaron Rodgers has been unbothered, unbothered. And then the Packers have a much better offensive line than the Raiders. I'm old enough to remember. I don't know if you guys, tell me if you remember this. Remember when the Packers offensive line was in shambles? We heard this before week one. What are they going to do? What are they going to do at right tackle? What a mess. And they played like eight different combinations of offensive line and they've all been fine. Not just fine, good to great. They've been the best offensive line in the league. And they haven't even had their preferred starting five out there. They haven't even had their preferred starting five out there. They've been the best offensive line in football. Part of that is because the NFL decided let's not call any penalties. But it's just one of those things. The offensive line is going to give Rodgers opportunities. If he can play in rhythm, and he said, 
I felt like I needed to play in a better rhythm. I felt like I needed to get the ball out quicker. And he said he's seeing more open receivers than ever. Part of that is Matt LaFleur. Part of that is I think he's trusting these guys a little bit. And and that can that can create so much more opportunities for your offense. You're worried about the Packers injury report. I get it. But what happens when you wind up on the injury report? The Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Health Network is transforming the way healthcare is delivered to make it easier for you to connect with the best of academic medicine when and where you need it. But what exactly is academic medicine anyway? First, it's rare. There are only 120 academic medical centers in the country. The Freighter and MCW Network is one of only two in the state and the only one in eastern Wisconsin. Academic medicine makes possible leading-edge primary and specialty care, research to find innovative cures for complex diseases, and the education of the next generation of healthcare professionals. It's like having a two-time MVP quarterback under center. You know you're in good hands, and you might just see things you never thought possible. Freighter and MCW physicians have been part of many scientific discoveries of new ways to prevent and treat diseases. Still wondering what academic medicine offers you? Visit www.freighter.com academic. The Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Health Network. This is what is possible. Hey, listen up, FanDuel Fantasy players. Your day is about to get 20% better. This is Vinny Iyer, host of Lockdown Fantasy Football here on the Lockdown Network, and I have an offer for you. Start playing fantasy this football season, and FanDuel will give you a 20% bonus on your first deposit. That's up to $500. That's a big-time bonus, and all you need to do to claim it is to make your first deposit on FanDuel. I love the fantasy contests they have on FanDuel. So many different ways to play, cash games, tournaments. I like to challenge myself there. Take my fantasy football knowledge to the next level. Many different types of game formats you can pick from. Main slate, single game, best ball, snake draft, and you can even play private contests with your friends. And there's an awesome slate of games on hand every single week. You can get the players that you don't have in your redraft leagues into your lineup. Try to get that big time return on investment. Every week is a new chance for you to win big at FanDuel and that's what I love about it. Experience season long wins without the season long waits. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your bonus and start playing today. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Agent location restrictions apply. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires after 30 days. I think defensively, we we do have to look at this game and say, okay, the Saints have um, a, a tight end that can that can win. Jared Cook can beat you. He can beat you down the field. He can beat you in the middle of the field. What's the plan there? Christian Kirksey, I thought, was really underrated in pass coverage against the Lions. I thought he had a pretty good game. Uh, Pro Football Focus did not agree. I I think they're wrong. Um, I know my my guy at Pack Report, Ross Uglum, agrees with Pro Football Focus. That's fine. We can uh, you know. We can agree to disagree. Raven Green started to get more run in the second half. And Will Redmond, by the way, was really good against Detroit, especially in coverage. And, and if that evolution is real, uh, that, that gives the Packers even more weapons in that secondary. You hope Darnell Savage is not hurt. He was not on the injury report and then all of a sudden popped up on Friday with a groin. You don't, you don't generally like to see that. You hope that that's just like, hey, I came out a little bit tight. It's a, you know, a cramp that lingers or something like that. It happens. Uh, but if he can't go, I think that that is problematic for Green Bay, but less problematic now because they don't have Michael Thomas and they don't have the guys to beat you over the top. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders isn't that guy anymore, has never really been that guy. And Traquan Smith is a nice player. I don't know if they're going to use him as a deep threat. So 
you know, you always want that middle of the field defender, that last line of defense defender. I don't know if that's the best place for Savage anyway, but you always want your best players on the field, especially against a, a Saints offense at the Superdome. It would be suboptimal if he doesn't play. But like I said, Raven Green was starting to get involved, making some plays. Will Redmond started to get involved. And, and, and again, I think he played really well against the Lions. So maybe it's not as big a deal as it would have been otherwise. We'll see. Uh, they need to they need to find pressure. They need they need Kingsley Kiki on the interior. They need Zadarius Smith on the interior to create pressure. Interior pressure is the kryptonite for Drew Brees. And, and the Saints have very good tackles. So this is going to be a good litmus test for Rashawn Gary. How long, how far in his development is he? Can he beat Ryan Ramchak? Can he beat Taron Armstead? If he can, that's when you you're the eyeball emoji. I mean, that's when you're like, okay, this guy is is for real, for real. If he can't, I don't think you can write him off. He's still a developing player, but this is one of those games where if he is still beating these guys, then you're you're like, okay, this is this is a real thing with him. Zadarius inside is going to be something we see all day. And I think all three of those guys are going to be on the field. The Smith brothers with Gary, they're going to be on the field a ton because you need that interior pressure. I think we're going to see a lot of those NASCAR packages with Kingsley Kiki and Zadarius on the inside and then Gary and Preston Smith on the outside and say, just go hunt Drew Brees. I wouldn't be surprised if they play more man coverage because the uh, the timing has not been there for the Saints. The best way to make sure timing is disrupted is to jam guys, be physical with guys, do it at the line of scrimmage, and make them get off press. When you don't have great receivers, make them get off press. And they're not going to like it. And and just don't worry about it getting beat deep because you have your pass rush and you have a quarterback who does not want to stand and fire deep. I, I want to see Mike Patton get aggressive. Blitz him up the middle, play press man, and make him beat you over the top. Say, I don't think... You can beat us over the top. Do what the what defenses did to the Packers in like 2015 when they said, We don't, we don't, and no one scares us. No one scares us over the top. We know you have Aaron Rodgers. We know you have a good offensive line. No one scares us over the top. We're gonna play, we're gonna play man coverage and dare you to beat us. And the Packers couldn't. They they can now because of coaching and scheme and, and Rodgers is playing in a different place. I, th- I think he's playing within this offense in a really uh, appealing way. This is when you want to see Kevin King earn his money. This is when you want to see Jair Alexander become a star. Lock down Emmanuel Sanders like you did twice last year. Strap City. That's what you want to see. And if Jair Alexander takes Emmanuel Sanders out, where are the options? Where are the options? Alvin Kamara can only do so much. I mean, can he single-hand? If the Packers are going to get to 30, and we think the Packers are going to get to 30, then how are you going to match up? How are you going to match those points? And that's the question that they have to answer more than I think Green Bay does because we've seen them. The Packers in the second half when they were already leading, they went out and scored an easy 11 without Adams. And and they did it with running the ball. They did it with uh, shots to Marquez. They did it with third down conversions to Alan Lazard and and Big Bob Tanyan. And, and Rodgers did have to create a little bit more there. They can do it. We've seen him do it. So I like the Packers without Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams. I think that trade, if you're the Packers, you take it because you feel like you're better equipped with your team where it is right now than the Saints are. I think Kenny Clark is a big X factor. If Kenny Clark plays, I like Green Bay. 
If Kenny Clark plays, I like Green Bay. I think the Saints are a hungry team. I think they're a dangerous team because we haven't seen them play their best and they still beat the Bucs and they were still competitive against the Raiders who I think are a solid team, but they haven't been their best. And if they are their best, then you know Green Bay is going to have to be at its best. And that becomes a lot harder when you don't have Kenny Clark. So if Kenny Clark doesn't play, I think I'm going to take the Saints by like a point. Like if Kenny Clark doesn't play, I got the, I got the Saints 30 to 28 and if Kenny Clark does play, how about 31-30? How's that? These teams are going to play close. It's going to be a close game. It's going to come down to a last possession, a field goal, a turnover, something at the end, and it's going to be a fun game, so let's have some fun with it. Remember follow me on Twitter Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to be a part of a show like this one, you can do that by sending me a message on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, 920-341-3775 to stay.